Hey, buddy. Paulie. Welcome to It's Work, the wrestling podcast with Paul and Grizz. Yeah. Welcome back. What uh, What's going on, John Griswold? What's going on is I am not on my car's Bluetooth for some reason. There we go. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right. I was just wondering why I wasn't on the Bluetooth. Are you in your car or the company car? I am in the company truck. Ah, that explains the hiatus on Grizz and his car driving home. Yeah, well, that and uh, I was just thinking about it logically from a from a uh, like business standpoint. People are going to get tired of hearing me talk if I don't leave them for a couple weeks and then come back. I, I mean, I had a podcast voice, so... Uh... I was I was disappointed. Well, I figured if uh, if I take like a couple weeks off, you know, how, like TV shows during uh, Christmas time, they'll I take got two weeks off. Yeah. In the summertime, they take off. Then then when I come back, you're gonna be like, oh shit, I haven't listened to Grizz in a month. That's true. So That's I'm taking true. a month off. All right, I got you. I also want to plug uh, PG Rated with Paul and Gabe, my other podcast. We just uh, posted one late last night that, uh, timely enough, had Liam Neeson in it at right uh, right after he confessed to wanting to commit a racist murder earlier in the morning. So, good timing on that one. Did you plan that? No, we planned it because he's got a movie coming out this Friday where he plays a snowplow driver out for revenge. But we did All right. Not- we didn't anticipate the fact that he was um, willing to commit a racist murder 40 years ago. Well, that's that worked out good for you guys. It was a fortuitous situation. See, if you weren't ready to go right now, I was going to listen to that now. So I haven't listened to it yet. It's it's uh, it's good app. It's good app. Um, so yeah, what's uh. We're here to talk about wrestling, and we are on the road to WrestleMania. What uh, did you watch Monday Night Raw last night? Where are your current wrestling thoughts? What's the biggest story of the week to you, Grizzly? I was hoping you were going to give me the biggest stories, and I would give you my input because I have not watched any wrestling. Well, it's a good thing we have a wrestling podcast. Uh, well, I so- was I was going to watch it today, but uh, you know, stuff happens. I guess you're a busy man. The biggest story from last night is that um, Stephanie McMahon confronted Becky Lynch, who is still selling that knee injury, and told her that she has to see a doctor get medically cleared. And Becky Lynch assaulted Stephanie McMahon instead. So now Becky has been suspended until she can get medically cleared. And it kind of seems like all signs are pointing to Charlotte being added to the match and then Becky being re-added to the match. And we get a triple threat at WrestleMania. Oh, that's a bummer. I don't like that. It, it, I mean, that may not be what's happening, but all the rumor is it's a triple threat. And that's kind of what it seems like is going to... I mean, well, tonight is SmackDown, so uh, we'll see where they take the story. But that seems to be the the path that they're going. WrestleMania is in year, years past of, like, the main events have been really, really predictable. 
So, I mean, this is just kind of along that line. Yeah, it is, because uh, that's what it seemed like it was going to be from like a month or two ago. Which I don't, that... I don't see the need for it. No, Becky Ronda is a big enough draw. You could do Charlotte Asuka, too. And then you could do the women's tag team match. And at the end of the show, remember how when Benoit won at WrestleMania 20, him and Guerrero came out and celebrated? Yeah, at the, the end four of the show, horse women could all celebrate. With titles, yeah, exactly. And that gives you a whole year into the four horse women versus the whole four horse women, which they'll probably do at SummerSlam. Yeah, that would be... Uh... That would be smart booking. So hopefully, hopefully that's where they go with this. The only reason I see them not doing that is because they don't want you to say, "Hey, this is what happened with Eddie Guerrero and B," because you can't say Chris Benoit on WWE television. Yes, he's been replaced by Stephen Richards. Yeah. Yes. Right to censor. That's right. Um, well, no, that was an actual internet thing for a while where like. Anytime anyone would talk about Chris Benoit, they would just replace him in pictures with Steven Richards. That's funny. That's like uh, on Kayfabe Only Brother, you can't say Chris Benoit. That's right. Uh, our podcast, which will most likely be dead forever. No, I'm, I'm working on get, reviving it. It's going to be changed. It's going to be a little different than last time. All right. I'm excited. Um, it's it's going to be... Uh, it's going to be It's a Work under the new title, Kayfabe Only Brother. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Adam and CJ died. Well, Adam is, you know, pet podcasting isn't part of the keto diet. Yeah, I forgot. He's, uh, he's a new Adam. Too many carbs um, in this podcast. I guess Vape Juice is, though. <laughs> um, I, I, I guess. I imagine that helps you lose weight because... You're doing something with your mouth other than eating. Oh, so I bet sucking dick's good for a diet, too. It's amazing CJ hasn't lost more weight. (laughs) I set you up and you spike them down. That's right. Um, So, yeah, that was the biggest story from Raw. They also did Kurt Angle um, was about to get beat up by Drew McIntyre and uh, Baron Corbin. But uh, Braun Strowman made the save. And that looks like, I guess, it's going to be a match. They they had a match, but it, it ended in disqualification. They teased Kurt Angle retiring, but, I mean, he's, he's going to have a WrestleMania match, most likely his retirement one. But I don't know what their plan is. It's wait, weird. wait, wait, wait. It's weird because Elimination Chamber is next week, and then there's nothing else until WrestleMania. Yeah, it's weird that it's so... Like, do you think they would have more evenly spaced it? Yeah, because after Elimination Chamber, you still have two weeks in February, then all so six weeks until five or six weeks until WrestleMania. Yeah, and I feel like the Royal Rumble was yesterday. Yeah, Royal Rumble was eight days ago. And. Elimination Chamber, uh, yeah, they should have pushed it back at least one week, two weeks, try to make it even split. Oh, also, last night, no Seth Rollins and no Brock Lesnar. The rumor is Seth Rollins is injured, so they're going to try and keep him from 
competing until right around WrestleMania, if not at WrestleMania. That's uh, that makes sense. Uh, what town were they in? Mm-hmm. Great, I I don't know actually. Because I feel like whatever town that was must not have been an important town. Because I guarantee you, if they were in New York City area or like Chicago or LA, they would at least brought Seth Rollins and or Brock Lesnar out just to talk. I. I guess. I mean, it, it has to be in them, some nowhere town. It costs them every time they need to bring in Lesnar. Lesnar. Yeah, I know. Let's see. Monday Night Raw results. Where were they? Probably in the middle of a soggy country. The, the Raw results don't even tell you what town they're in anymore. Would you look at that? What is wrong with fucking wrestling journalism. They can't give you the facts. It's fake news, let me tell you. Why? What are they saying? No, just they didn't give me what I needed, so I was mad. Um, Alright. So have them. Fake news. Dave Meltzer, you are fake news. Yeah. Do you, do you have any do you have any wrestling-related thoughts for the, uh, for the Elimination Chamber? Did you see who the Elimination Chamber match is going to be? Which one? Well, there's only one. Well, there's two. There's the women's tag team, which, and then there's, um, there's the then, SmackDown title, right? The, the SmackDown title, which I don't know who they're going to have Daniel Bryan work a program with going to WrestleMania. Maybe it is Mustafa Ali. I would, I would really appreciate it if it was, that'd be different. He's young. He's hot. It's a good way to give him a, a big push. I guess, but I a, a Mania main event for Mustafa Ali is wild. It's a huge push. But the, that's a great way to, like, here's a guy you guys like. Put him up Put him up top. Change it up. Wrestling fans constantly complain that everything is always the same and boring. And then they do something different, and then they complain that that guy's not ready. Like when they gave Jinder Mahal the title. Everyone shit their fucking brains. Oh, this is bullshit. He doesn't deserve it. Like, a week ago, you were telling me that the the WWE does boring, same old stuff. Now a guy you never in the history of wrestling would have ever assumed was going to win the title won the title, and everyone bitched about it. I liked it. I was happy with that. I like when they do things that are out of the ordinary. My problem with it was when Jinder won the title. Like, that's great. It's something new. It's something different. But did we really need four Jinder Mahal-Randy Orton matches? Like, you got to do something different. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. I don't need any more Randy Orton matches because he's dry. He's stale. He's boring. Well, I got news for you where they're going to go with uh, Randy Orton's going to have a prominent role at WrestleMania this year. Why? What do you think? Randy Orton and who? AJ Styles is the rumor. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's like, he's almost as bad as John Cena to me. I went to, I went to... So out of the WrestleManias I've been to that Randy Orton is in wrestle matches, the only one I went to where the match mattered was WrestleMania 20 when it was him, Batista, and Ric Flair versus the Rock and Sock Connection, which was a good match, but Randy's not the focus. Then the next one I went to, he wrestled Kane in a one-on-one match. Imagine sitting there 
Daniel Bryan loses in 30 seconds, and the next match is Kane versus fucking Randy Orton. What WrestleMania was that? The one where The Rock fought Cena in Miami, uh, 28. Uh, that was the one before I went to. Yeah, the one we went to, I think he was involved in a match with The Shield. I honestly don't remember. That WrestleMania was awful. It was, uh, it was not a great one. Um, the CM Punk match was the only highlight of that night. Well, again, because that's where it started to get really predictable. All of their stories were really, really predictable. Every main event story since, well, Cena Rock, when Rock won, that surprised everybody. I don't think anyone thought Rock was going to win. No, I thought Rock was going to win. It was in Miami. And then that's why I assumed right after the Rock won, I assumed they were going to have a rematch the next year. And that's exactly what happened. And then the year after that, you had the rematch, which Cena, of course, won. Then you had the Daniel Bryan story. What was after that? The the oh, Seth Rollins, I guess, surprised everyone with the Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns thing. Kind of, I I thought he was going to cash in after one of after that match was over, not during the match. So that was a nice little thing, but it wasn't a huge surprise. I think everyone knew he was going to cash in. The Daniel Bryan story was predictable, but like everyone wanted it. That's why it went over so big. Yeah, exactly. It was predictable, but that's what everyone wanted. And also, everyone wanted it so much that it wasn't predictable because normally when everyone wants something, they'll do something to pur- purposely not get the people what they want, so they're all pissed off. And that Because there's nothing like heat. Well, and that that Roman Reigns-Triple H match the year after, two years after, I mean, that was set up right from the Royal Rumble. I was at that Royal Rumble. It was in Orlando that year. Everyone knew number 30, Triple H, was coming out. That's what happened. And I mean, Yeah, but I think everyone was happy about it because they didn't want Roman Reigns to win the title. That arena popped so less. So Triple H came out, then Triple H was in there, and he eliminated Roman not last, next to last. So it was Ambrose and Triple H. And yeah, that was smart. It was. It was really good booking. And uh, it was the, I, one of the most over... Dean Ambrose was way over that whole night. He had he had a match with Kevin Owens to open the show, which was a dope match. Um, which we kind of forget Dean Ambrose can have good matches, but he can. Um, which was a great match. And then he was uh, last with Triple H, and uh, the crowd was going nuts for it. So Triple H went and still ended up going over. But everyone knew what was going to happen. And they ended up having like a 35-minute fucking Mania main event that no one wanted to see. Yeah, and everyone knew that was going to go the way that went, too. Yeah, and everyone knows this year Becky's going to win. But everyone wants it so much that it's going to be over. Yes, exactly. Becky winning and holding up a title to end that mania is she's their female Stone Cold, essentially. Yes. She's she's the closest thing to a female Stone Cold that there's ever been. Right, because she's not the chosen one. Charlotte is their Charlotte's basically their who they want. Hogan. Yeah. Charlotte's Char- Hogan. Charlotte's who they want. She's their Roman Reigns. She's their Hogan. She's their Cena. But Charlotte's also Ric Flair because Charlotte's actually a very great wrestler. Like Hogan wasn't a great wrestler. He was a great seller. He was great on the mic. But he wasn't the best wrestler. So I will say this about Charlotte. When she's not 
holding a title, a lot like Ric Flair, when she's not holding a title, she feels less important. Yeah, she's a flair. I, 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 she needs the title to feel important. Yeah, I. Yeah, she's a flair. I don't blame her. You watch your father do that for fucking your whole life. You're gonna act the same way. You you imitate what you grow up around. I'm surprised she's not out banging whores every night. Oh my god. She could be, I guess. Would she bang male horse or female horse? I don't know. I don't know her sexual preference. I have multiple times in my life thought that her and Becky were lesbians. <laughs> I think I'm just mistaken genuine friendship. Because you don't see genuine friendship on like wrestling. Like, like they're just like genuinely close friends. <sighs> Like I feel, I feel like if we were professional wrestlers, living our same lives we do now, people would probably assume me and Adam were gay. I don't think so, man. I don't know. We got a weird relationship. But you, okay, I sure. We do a lot of stupid. Like, like I see them like joking and like they're always together on like social media and shit. Like I don't know. People don't generally spend that much time together. And when they do, I say, oh, they're dating. And, like, that worked with Ricochet and Casey Cannizzaro. I saw them post two pictures together on social media, and the next thing you know, they're dating. Oh, speaking of Ricochet, did you, during the Super Bowl this week, did, Half-time you, watch, heat. did you watch Halftime Heat? Kind of. I went back and watched it after the Super Bowl. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I meant to go back and put my full attention to it, and I haven't got around to it yet. Um, but from because oh, I was watching the halftime show and halftime heat at the same time. So it seemed like halftime heat was good and the halftime show wasn't that good. But it wasn't awful. There was a little SpongeBob gimmick. Yeah, they announced that before. The, the, halftime, oh, I didn't the actual know that. halftime show would have been better if. I, I love Big Boy as much as, you know, anybody, but you get Big Boy. You got to get out. You got to get Outcast together. You need Andre to show up. And uh, then I'm like, okay, I'm all in on this halftime show. Maroon 5 and Travis Scott isn't doing it for me. No, but they didn't do a bad show. I like that Maroon 5 played, like the band actually played for Travis Scott. I mean, it was fine. Whatever. They didn't just throw a track on and have the band sit there and do nothing. It was, it, I, it was, it was just fine. I don't know where who's left that can... We've gone off track, but I don't know who's left that can do a halftime show that's big enough band. I guess Maroon Bruce Springsteen. Bruce is the only one left. Bruce did his. I know, and so did Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga's was all right. She jumped off the goddamn stadium. She didn't even need to sing after that. She won me over. But let's get back to Halftime Heat, the return of Halftime Heat, and this time it was not in an empty arena. No, it was friends and family of everyone involved at the Performance Center, which I think is cool. So I'm, I'm assuming they had the Super Bowl on the Jumbotron? It looked like, because I watched the it. The Titantron, I'm sorry. I watched the behind-the-scenes thing on Facebook. It looked like all their friends and family were there. They were watching the, the game, and then they went inside for halftime heat, had the game on. Then they did their show. Everybody went back and watched the end of the game and hung out at the Performance Center. That's really cool. Yeah, that's really cool. And hopefully it's a gimmick that sticks around now each year um yeah why not the, the, there's it's better than the halftime show i was disappointed that this halftime heat didn't end with anyone getting a uh a uh 
fuck, what is the machine called? A lift drop down on them to be pinned. One day we'll get that again. I mean, Daniel Bryan did that with a forklift against uh, Kane. Kane, yeah, in a, in a buried alive match. Yes. Well, he didn't pin him like that. He used the forklift to bury him alive. No, he jumped off of it. So, I don't remember how. All right, my brain doesn't work that good. Going on. Uh, but yeah, halftime heat was was really good. Um, it's basically their six top guys who just like you had twenty minutes, so they just kind of went all out and did all their did all their signature stuff the entire match. Um, unfortunately, it made Adam Cole look a little bit fucking like a, a leftover, but you know somebody had to play that role. Um, and Champa and Gargano both champions, but really really fun. I job. think. I think it's okay for Adam Cole to look like a leftover because I think the Undisputed Era is getting called up soon. I think after Mania, with Ambrose leaving, I think they're going to be the faction that comes up. Again, my problem with them is that Cole is just really, really small compared to everyone else. He's small, but he's a great wrestler. Absolutely. And also, he's got he's got Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong, and Bobby Fish with him. All small guys. He, he's got CSFO. My... my my concern is that somehow these guys end up involved in 205 Live somehow. Oh, no, 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 no. Adam Cole is not a 205 Liver. I, I agree with you, but it's possible. You don't, don't act like after AEW goes under, Marty Skrull's not going to be on 205 Live. I think Marty Skrull's going to be on 205 Live anyway. Wow, you don't see him going to AEW. He's doing his Ring of Honor thing. Well, I think he's he has gonna, to. He has I to. think he's. Yeah, he has to. He's under contract. I think he's going to. I think there's a chance he winds up at WWE because Diana Peraza is there, and he wants to be with his girlfriend, and he wants to separate himself from the pack. Uh, speaking of AEW, they did uh, announce some Starcast um, things that were going on before their next show, and I guess on the seventh, which is Thursday or Friday. They are going to have another um, rally, this one in Las Vegas. And it's going to be to promote the Double or Nothing pay-per-view. Which, and, and now, I mean, they could probably announce Omega, right? It's after February 3rd, right? Yeah, Today's they're doing on February 7th. Yes, this, this is where they can announce Kenny Omega. Do you think they announce Omega, or do you think they play it, play dumb until the show? I I think you downplay it until tickets are on sale. Yeah, because I don't know what other cards they have in their bag. I mean, I guess the Amber. I, I, I think it would be smart to not even have Kenny Omega on the show and then use him to because they're going to sell this show out. It's the first one. Now the show could be terrible if you have Kenny Omega pop up afterwards. Yeah. Are you there? Yeah, I am. I don't know. I mean, they're gonna—they're obviously gonna announce them beforehand, but I think—I think you could do the show without Kenny Omega. Sell out. It's gonna sell out. You know, it's gonna sell out after the way All In went and how hot they are. Do it now. If the show's a flop, Kenny Omega comes out at the end of that show. It's no longer a flop because now the place goes nuts. The only, but uh, this, I still don't understand and, and, what this show is gonna be like. What, Who's Jericho gonna like? The only match that was like seemingly hinted towards was Hangman and Pac. Yes, and uh, 
I'm sure they're going to announce some matches tomorrow. They're going to announce more people tomorrow. I think it's good to save Kenny. And what would be a great, smart move, you have Kenny Omega come stay at my house in Stanford so people can keep spotting him in Stanford and say, oh, he's going to WWE, he's going to WWE. And then he shows up there and he, they play everyone. So, Kenny, you want to come, come live with me and my girlfriend? She's not going to be that happy, but I'm, I'm more than welcome to have you. Well, I mean, I guess you could put them in a in a hotel. There's a Marriott down here, and there's I'm sure there's a Hilton someplace. Oh, uh, there is West West stayed at the Hilton. We could, yeah, we could certainly uh, we could certainly get Kenny hooked up with a hotel room. I'm sure. Um, but I mean, my my I'll sleep on the couch. Yeah, okay, that's that's fine. You, uh, he likes you know he likes video games, so just make sure you have a system set up. I have a PS3. Oof. Don't know if that's going to cut it for Ken. I mean, I'm sure he has his own. He could bring it. Well, do you think... Mikasa as Sukasa. Do you think there's any chance that AEW signs Swanson, the hungry man? Uh, I don't know. We'd have to call him. I, it was, you fucking... Listen, if we call him again, can you not fucking laugh in the background? It's going to insult the man. We're not going to... He's our only guest that we can get on the show. And you keep insulting him. I know, but... He's ridiculous. The guy lives hungry. Like, I love Hungry Man. I eat it for dinner pretty much every night. But this guy, like, he literally has based his whole life around it. He lives the gimmick, man. Kayfabe only. I guess. This isn't even that show, though. It says, but that's the life we live. We live a kayfabe only life. And so does Swanson. And Swanson lives it better than all of us. All right, let me give him a call. Beep, 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 beep. Bring, bring. It's crazy. Operator. Yeah, operator, can we connect to the Swanson, the hungry man? One moment, please. Bling, bling. Ooh, wakes the hungry man. Swanson, it's, uh, it's Paul and Grizz. You're back on it to work. Hold on. Did you say who wakes the hungry man? Did you just wake up? Yes. Uh, it's pretty late in the day. Did you? Did you? Did you have a, a show or something late last night? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, yes. Show definitely wasn't out drinking. Oh, Swanson, do you? I didn't know you were a drinker. Swanson. Life not going too good. Oh no! I was calling to see if you had a shot at AEW, but apparently, it it doesn't sound like that's the case. They have, the the young bucks haven't reached out. Sadly, no. Oh. Well. But oh. but there is hope on my horizon. What big things coming for the wild and crazy one? The wild and crazy one. I feel like you. Tonight, tonight's dinner is beer battered chicken and dessert brownie. Did you only buy the beer battered chicken because you think you're going to get drunk off of it? Maybe. Swanson, that's. It, 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 the alcohol cooks out of it. Maybe you should think about grilled chicken or something. Try and get yourself back in better shape, and maybe you get a shot. 
No, but the beer batter chicken very delicious. Oh, if you like it, you like it. That's fine. Uh, just you know. I'm... I mean, I can vouch for, and the beer batter chicken is delicious. All right, but you, I had it yesterday. You also don't have a, a drinking problem. Hopefully, it's battered with duels. Um, no, it's good. And I also thought that it was going to get me drunk. Oh. Well, you and the, the the Hungry Man really have a lot in common. Anyway, I did have a question for the Hungry Man. Hungry Man, as far as the AEW show coming up this on the 7th, do you have any predictions for what we might see? Any insider information? Pain. <laughs> Every time. Every time. Well, it was good to have a conversation with you this time, but uh, if you don't have anything for us this week, I think we're going to leave you alone. No, can't talk about surprise running. Oh, you have a surprise running? What show? Oh, can't talk. No surprise running. I, well, that's just weird that you would bring up surprise running if you didn't have a surprise running. Be on the lookout. Watch all wrestling. All re- There's a lot of wrestling. Maybe you find Swanson, the wild and crazy hungry man. Swanson, I never asked you, are you called Swanson the hungry man because you're like a Native American? Because you kind of have like a Tonto thing going with your your talking. No, just like the Tonka. So, So like a Native American. Yes, Tatanka, favorite wrestler. Real favorite wrestler. Other than the Hungry Man, of course. Well, I you can't wear your own. Anyway, so also yeah, Randolph from Free Willy, favorite movie character. I can't say I'm familiar with anyone from Free Free Willy. I haven't seen that movie in a very very long time. Free Willy, there's the the Native American guy that. Uh, that gives the, the little juvenile delinquent the necklace when he's cleaning up his spray paint. That's where he meets Willie. I did. I did go to school with a young man named Little Spirit. He was a he was a Native American. And I once met a guy named Red Fox. I... <laughs> Why are you laughing? I I don't I is Swanson still there? Swanson, always here if you believe. You really have questions about the way you talk. It's so weird. Anyway, I think uh, I think me and Grizz are gonna go. We're gonna wrap up our show. So it was a pleasure talking to you. Hopefully, we'll talk again next week, Swanson. I don't know about next week, Swanson. Not have many more minutes. Oh my God, Swanson! Why would you say that? Do you like? Do you have a prediction for the for your life? No cell phone plan. Low on minutes. Swanson prepay. Swanson, you have a prepaid cell phone. It's 2019. Swanson looking for work. The hungry hungry man dinners don't like. Shoot you a little bit of extra cash? No, no sponsor. Swanson just love. Swanson, are you a Japanese man? Swanson, 
is everything. Okay, well, I think we're gonna um, get out of here because you're kind of like uh, scaring me now. Remember. 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 What what am I supposed to remember? I don't I don't think he's there anymore. Did he vanish? The phone didn't hang up. Remember. I this is I, I I'm this, I'm just gonna hang up. This is ominous. I'm gonna hang up on him. Wow. Again, a prediction of pain for this upcoming week. That is something. Um, yeah. Uh, do you have any uh, predictions for the upcoming week of uh, professional wrestling, John Griswold? Pain? All right. We'll see you next week. <laughs> it's a work with uh, Paul and Gris. Oh, and be sure to go to the frozen food aisle and pick up Hungry Man Frozen Dinners by Swanson. Because Hungry Man Frozen Dinners by Swanson will always fill you up. My personal favorite is the carved turkey with stuffing and mashed potatoes. Swanson just told you he's a big fan of the beer battered chicken. So, you know, check that one out, too. It's also delicious. They come in a wide variety of flavors packed with protein. So go down to your local supermarket, hit the frozen food aisle, and pick up Hungry Man Frozen Dinners by Swanson. It's a work with Paul and Grizz, part of the Kayfabe Only Brother Podcast Network.